Thank you for tuning in to the Repairs of the Breach podcast. We pray that this message reach, repair, and restore as our pastor, Calvin King, delivers a message from God. John chapter 14, verse 15 says this. If you love me, obey my commandments. Mm, keep going. Proverbs 3, 7. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. You hear those two things. He said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And if you fear the Lord, you'll turn away from evil. God said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. If my commandment says that, that, that if his commandment says that I can't commit adultery, I can't commit adultery because his commandment told me not to. And watch this. And if I feel the Lord, I'm going to turn away from evil. So when this evil woman come up at me, I can turn away from her because the commandments already got me. When you override the commandments, you open yourself up for the evil one to come at you. Do you hear me? Whenever you know the will of God, the word of God for a situation, and you override that, then you invite that evil to come at you. You wonder why you still watch porn? You wonder why you still deal with drugs? You want to know why you still smoking dope? Because you're inviting that spirit to come at you because you won't control yourself. You won't have no self-control. When God already told you, you know what to do, and you look for the opportunity. Whenever you look for the opportunity, evil will present itself. You're in a kingdom that's, that's out to get your faith. So when you start letting your thought pattern go into that direction, then evil will come in and entice you. I'm getting ready to deal on some things that we're dealing in the natural, especially with this spirit of Jezebel. Because Jezebel is a real spirit, okay? It has pornography, it has control, it has witchcraft, it has manipulation, it has uh, thought control, it has all those, it's sorcery, all that, that spirit is strong, and you can't fight it. You have to give it room to repent. I'll deal with it later so that you can help it. Every time I fight it, though, she fight back. And come through some of y'all to fight back, but you know, it's all right. We're gonna put our dukes up and we're gonna see who's gonna win. All right? All right. Okay, so you're gonna have to trust in God's plan. How many of you trust in the Lord? Okay. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 1 through 11. Watch this. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Jeremiah saying so much. Now I want you to think of this and what's going on in today's society, especially with this coronavirus. Okay? Everybody is, is, is freaking out because of this virus. Okay? Yes, yeah, a deadly virus. But there are some doctors who talk about it and say, you know what? 
Everybody's not dying from it, but they're not telling you that. That's a fear tactic. Because they're trying to get some money. See, this kingdom does not care. It's going to make money off of your fears. And because you fear, Pharrell's stock has gone up. The people who make these, I had to go out and try to buy one of these sanitizers that sanitizes and do deep cleaning and stuff like that. Well, we could have bought it for what, Barbara? What, 1400 something like that. 1800 Now how much is it? $7,000. Fear has jacked the price up. So what is the devil going to keep feeding you? Fear. Because the system needs money. But if you stand on your faith and you ain't buying nothing, the devil mad at you because you ain't releasing it. And you have to understand what I'm saying. Your faith is more important than your prayer. And some of you got more prayer than you have faith. I ain't saying you can't have your prayer. I ain't saying you can't have that. But I'm saying you better have your faith. Because faith makes these things work. You got all that prayer in your hand, then you breathe it in the virus. You see what I'm saying? Okay, well, I'm going to wear a mask on. Well, when you take your mask off at the restaurant and you eat from somebody who's been dealing, who got this virus, then what happens? You see what I'm saying? Fear is dominating. And we got to stop it. And we got to trust God. He told me to bless my food and my water, and he'll take sickness and disease away from me. I always bless my food. It ain't just because of this coronavirus. It's because of faith in God. God said it. Because I know they're doing something to some food. It ain't no chicken that big. And yeah, and that many chickens out here. Everybody, chicken don't stand a chance. I don't care where you go. We got to get it together. We children of faith, of the kingdom. And we acting like the world. Ooh, they, they say, they say, who is they? Whose report are you going to believe? God, Jesus could come, come to your house and tell you, go to the hospital and lay hands on those who got the coronavirus. Uh-uh, you like the hook. Oh, I want to come out. <laughs> I don't know if y'all seen that video. The hug got whooped so bad, he wouldn't want to manifest no more. He couldn't come out. What was his name? Theos? Theos? Thados? Thados. Whatever his name is. Thados whooped that boy so bad, the hug said, uh-uh. They said, come on, you got to answer. The hug said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Hug and they know. <laughs> There's a real John inside you that's because of the society and, and, and this world has whooped you so bad, you don't want to manifest. You don't want to show up. You don't want to be strong. You don't want to show no strength. Because they're going to talk about you. Really? They talked about Jesus. He said, if they did it to me, don't you know they're going to do it to you? Put your faith in God. Go ahead on and wear your gloves. Go ahead on and do this. But your faith is in God. Devil got so many ways to get to you, you better make sure God got you. You hear me? 
God says this. He said, I know the plans I have for you. So why are you worried about what the devil is going to do to you? God has more power. He said, I know the plans I have for you. And he signed off on it, says the Lord. What are the plans? They are plans for your good and not your disaster. God ain't, God ain't out to try to get me. God ain't out to try to kill me no, with, no, with no coronavirus. If God wanted me, he could get me right now. Yeah, I want to live a long life. I'm going to do everything I can in the natural to prepare myself. But if something happens, I'm going to go to God just like I would go to God for anything else. I can't stay in the house. You, some, some folks might not come to church today because they don't know if you got it or not. The devil trying to find a way to put fear in so he can control society. They are plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. So if this is what God's plan is, flip it over and you see what the devil is. The devil is planning for your disaster. That's why you can't get into sin. You can't get involved in all this stupid stuff out there. Why? Because he's planning for your disaster. He came to kill, steal, and to destroy. So he's planning for your disaster. He's planning to take away your hope and your future. That's why you can't play with him. You can't play with the devil. I can't smoke no dope with you. I can't do no crack with you. No, I can't go having sex with you. No, I can't be watching pornography. No, I can't do a Why? Because the devil got a plan. To destroy me. You know what? If y'all found out, and I'm not, that I had a chick on the side, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> How many of y'all gonna sit here and listen to me? And I got, and I got. Oh, I can't say it now. <laughs> the king, she gonna get me. <laughs> So, so I can't, I can't get involved in that kind of stuff because I'm, I don't, I'm afraid of destroying everything that God has done. You hear me? Some of you sitting out right now, you're willing to risk it all for a few moments of pleasure and face a lifetime of pain that don't add up to me. And I understand that in that moment, the temptation to sin, the temptation is so strong that your desire begins to mellow down and you yield to that thing. That's why the Bible said the devil feels like he can capture you at will. All he has to do is tempt you, and then you give your will in, and you go after it. Knowing that there are consequences, you still go after it. And hope that God will wink. And many times God does, but there's a day of judgment or a day of reckoning where you're going to have to pay for it. The Bible says that he, he knows the day that he has a hope in the future. And in those days when you pray, I will listen. Why? Because you've been keeping my commandment. You've been walking up right before me. And, and in that day when these disasters or these crazy things start to happen, you call me, I'm going to listen to you. And if you look for me wholeheartedly, you're going to find me. 
So what all this stuff, this coronavirus and all this stuff, doing, what it should be doing is pushing you on your knees. Because fear is dominating me, and I don't want this fear to dominate me, so God, God, help me. God, I know who you are, and I know you're mine. I'm walking up right before you, God, and I know you got the power to protect me. So God, help me. I've got to be an example to this world, God. You sent me here to show them the way. And I can't show them the way when I'm operating in fear. I must operate in faith. Where were you when this was happening? In June, Miss King, hit those up for me. June 1981, the HIV AIDS virus. I was a graduating from high school. Ronald Reagan was the president. Miss King. September 1994, the pneumonic plague. Mm. April 2003, SARS. And that was something else. That SARS virus. Everybody saw. You know, everybody like, we're SARS. Who is SARS? Did they come from Mars? You know, we didn't know nothing about it. Keep going, Miss King. June 2006, the bird flu. Oh, we were looking for birds on the ground. Oh, birds! It must be the flu. The bird just touched the wrong light the wrong uh, power line and executed himself. But you think it's the bird flu. That's why he died. Fear was taking over. Keep going. September 2006, dengue fever. And some of this stuff was happening in your time. You were born during this time. Okay, keep going. April 2009, H1N1 swine flu. Whoa, swine flu. We wouldn't even know pork. We got our pork that time. We didn't want the swine flu. Uh-uh. <laughs> you got to cook him. You got to cook him good. He got to be dry. You got to dry him all the way out. <laughs> ain't going to get no flies moving around here. We ain't going to turn our pig away, but we're going to cook him real good. Turn him over again. November. November 2010, Calero. Who was she? Keep going. May 2013, Mar Mar yeah. Mars. March 2014, Ebola. You know these things are still out there, right? Right. December 2014, measles. January 2016, Zika. It's getting closer. Zika virus. Whew. Sick of them, sick of them. All right, go ahead. June 2019, measles, and December 2019, novel coronavirus. When? A couple months ago? So if none of those was able to take you out, because God had a plan for you, if God had a plan for you, you made it through all those years. What make you think he's giving up his throne now? What make you think that this coronavirus is bigger than God? If he kept you, what? I know your year up there somewhere. If he kept you when you was acting a fool then, what make you think he can't keep you now? Watch this. Romans 8.35, Miss King. These things can't separate us. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Can it? Can coronavirus stop God from loving you? Can will God not come after you because you got a virus? 
Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? You hear this? Because I'm going through something, that means God's love stops? Mm -mm. No. It gets greater. Because then he comes after me. This king, there's no what? There's no mountain he won't climb. There's no shadow he won't light up. There's no wall he won't kick down. There's no life he won't tear down coming after me. He'll get to me. And ain't nothing can stop him. Keep going, Miss Kane. Or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with life. As the scripture says. Threatened with death. I'm sorry. Threatened with death. Yeah. So, so this thing is threatening us. You know what making us making it so powerful? The fear of death. Because that's all they tell you about. They ain't tell you about the people who got better. Oh I man, watch this. They quarantine you for 14 days since you got it, but you don't have no cure for it. So what happens then with all, all the people that, that had it? What they do? Do all of them die? No, you tell me the ones that did die, whose immune system may have been low from the get-go. You ain't telling me the whole truth. So what you're doing is telling me what the devil wants me to know. Remember, the devil is taking your faith and turning it into fear. So the advanced information that you heard, not from God, that you're acting upon. Faith is advanced information that you hear from God that you act upon. GMO modified says this. Fear is advanced information that you act upon. Ain't no God in it. And that's what's controlling us. So if you hear you got the virus, you know what you're going to say? I'm ready to die. Ain't nobody live. You don't know that. For your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. You're living under the threat of death every day, and you worry about what this is. Man, what about, come on now. If the same guy keeping you from them brothers out there in the street who wait to take your paycheck or take your car, what about this virus? The same God who protected me from them is protecting me from that. You live under the threat of death every day. And then you let the news tell you to be afraid of this. Something is wrong. Something is being genetically modified in us. The devil has got into us some kind of way, and he's making us think the way he wants us to think. We've forgotten that we're kingdom's kids. No, despite all these things, what overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us? You know what? My kids, I live from a, from a mother's point of view. My kids may have, they may have been doing something, somebody may have been talking crazy to them or whatever, but you ain't seen a fight when you get her reared up over those kids. She's going to come to their rescue. And you think she might be this way over me? Oh, no. You ain't seen that. She might push the glasses up. Oh, she take them off. Because these my kids. If she being a mother like that over her earthly kid, what do you think about your father who's in heaven, who has all power, all authority? You messing with my kids? Yeah. 
He'll knock down, he'll tear down, he'll destroy whatever to come after. I know we got to go. Watch this. Romans 8.38. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. You hear that? Baby, so what? I don't want to die no from the coronavirus, but if I do, asking from the bottom means to be present with the Lord. I'm going to stand on my faith that God, you got to work for me to do, and I'm going to do my work. I'm going to continue to live. I'm going to be happy. And I'm going to go about life, and I'm going to catch life by the collar. And I'm going to live it. I can't be walking in fear all the time. Do what you can to take care of yourself. Yeah, use some caution, but go ahead on and live your life. Ooh, I can't go out to eat no more. I got to cook everything. Well, guess what? When they prepared your meal, they had some hands on it. Some of them probably dropped it on the floor, picked it up, and wrapped it back up. You live under the threat of fear of death every day. So don't let this stuff snatch your faith out of you. Keep your faith. Bless your food. Bless your water. And keep moving. I'm persuaded that neither life nor death can separate me from the love of God. Watch this. And I got to let you go from this one. I won't be able to go to all, all things, but in your Bible, or Google it, if you don't have a Bible no more, Psalms 91. This is a prayer of protection. This is a promise from God. You need to confess this. If your faith is low, because everybody's faith is not on the same level. So your faith may be low. You need to build your faith up. So you get these scriptures and you put them in and you make them personal because this is who you confess. I confess my scriptures every day, and especially when my business, I, was, I, was, I had some faith uh, confession for my business, and I, I was noticing that when I don't make my confession, stuff started to go crazy. So that was God was saying, you better stick with this. Don't think that you've got this by yourself. Because what happens is that when the blessings come in, we end up thinking we don't need God. When things are going good, you don't talk to God the way you used to. So what we got to do is we got to stay on. If your faith is low, get this confession. Psalms 91, Miss King. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High. Well, hold on. Where you living? I'm not talking about the natural room, the earth room. I'm talking about spiritual, where you living? Mm -hmm. Are you walking with God? Are you in the shelters of the Most High? Are you obeying God? Is God protected? Are you walking under his wings? Or have you stepped out to see what life was really all about? To soar your own wings, doing your own thing. You don't need church no more. You don't need God no more. Really? No, you're not on about under the shadows of the Almighty. We'll find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. David said, I'm going to declare this. Out of all the mess I've been through, all the places I've been going, many times I had dodged the spear and run from Saul. You know what? He was my place of safety. Even though I was in the, David said, I was in the cave, and the king came in the cave. So it wasn't him protecting me. It was God. He is my God, and I trust him. Mm. And I what? Trust him. If he's your God, you're going to have to trust him. Because he may tell you to go in the hospital and pray for them. You've got to trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. Oh, no. You didn't just hear that, did you? He's going to what? The devil got a trap out there for you. God said he's going to what? 
He's going to rescue you from the trap and protect you from the deadly disease. See, the news ain't telling you this. God said, I'll protect you from the deadly disease. You know that disease is deadly. It's killing everybody. 3,000 folks and died. Okay. You're still living. Keep living. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. What is his promises? Your armor. So when you start getting this confession and you start confessing it, it's like an armor goes over you. He protects you through his word. He promised me that. He said, I know the plans I have for you. I have plans to prosper you. So I'm expecting to prosper while y'all getting afraid and can't do nothing. Oh, there was a cruise ship that sent me a notice the other day saying drastically reduced. Ain't nobody taking no trip nowhere. Nobody want to get on a cruise ship now. And God, now God said, if you want to go on a cruise, you can go. Two dollars. I don't want to go. <laughs> See, missing out on some opportunities. Everything on sale now. I don't want it. Why? There's a deadly disease out there. I don't want to go. I might die. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's too deep. Keep going, Miss King. Do not be afraid. Ah! You hear what God's saying? Just stop being afraid. Fear is robbing you. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. The bullets. Now, you ain't going out there. Don't be worried about that. They might shoot. You know, I can't drive down 240 because they be shooting folks. Now you're about to lose your job because you think they're going to shoot. Fear will torment you. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, mm. nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Mm. Though a Watch this. Though a thousand fall at your side. 3,000 to fail. But God said, Though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. You hear that? You hear that? Now what the devil got to do, because I reveal this to you, is come in and get in your suke, your mind, and show you some fear, and use some fear tactics to tell you that can't happen. But God just gave you his word. These evil will not touch you. So in the middle of you trying to stand on faith and fear, that's the clash that I told you about. You probably don't remember it, but I told you the two kingdoms, the clash of two kingdoms. The kingdoms will clash according to how you live in determines how you stand. If you're living like the devil, then guess what? When these kingdoms clash, your faith going to crumble. But if you've been living right, standing upright before God when they clash, Understand. That's why it's a blessing to live and obey the commandments of God. Even though you can get away with some stuff, you don't want to. Why? Because an evil day is coming. When the devil going to challenge you about where you stand. Get out your sins. Repent today. Ask God to forgive you. Because when that clash of kingdom comes, you need to be able to stand. Stop trying to get away with stuff. What do I do with my point? Anyway. I know I'm going to let you go. 
Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. Oh, do you hear this? What the devil is doing, he's showing you how the wicked are punished. And you get afraid because you think, well, it could be me too. If you're not walking up right before God, yeah, it could be you. So he's showing you how bad the wicked are being punished in order to put fear into you. You're not living like that. You're not acting like that. You're not trying to get away with the stuff they get away with. You know what? I'm not afraid of AIDS and HIV. I was back in 1981. I was shaking in my boots. I was scared of all women at that point in time. I was like, well, how do you know? So you might mess up and do it, but then you got to, you know, you're walking around wondering. You know, you're looking for stuff to dry up on you. You know, you just, you, you just didn't know what was going on. I'm serious. You didn't know. You were scared. Fear had you, but, just, but lust had you too. And because temptation was so strong, you went on and did it, and then you started hoping after, God, protect me. Protect me, God. God, you got me, God. But now I'm not afraid of it. Ain't no fear it aids to me. I'm not afraid of HIV. I'm not doing the things that give me HIV. So your living is intact with what God's trying to do in your life. If you follow the plan of God, won't no evil befall you. Won't no curse dare come near you. Why? Miss King, keep reading. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. Why not? Come on. For he will order his angels. That's why. That's why you made God your refuge, your fortress, your high tower. And he said, I've given my angels charge. This is God Almighty talking to these angels. You better not let nothing happen to them. I've ordered you to protect them in all of their ways. You better not come back to heaven and tell me you couldn't accomplish your goal when I gave you the authority to watch over them. I told you to watch over them. I told you to protect them. You can't come back to me and tell me you failed me. Michael! All heaven will have to give an answer to why they let you down. Michael, the archangel himself, will fight if he have to. He is giving us charge, the almighty. So no, you can't touch this. The devil come at them, and Michael just step up. I know you better not. That old Mississippi terminology, better not. <laughs> my, my grandma would say, I cut you every which way but loose. <laughs> come on, Miss Kane. I know we got to go, y'all. I'm sorry. Keep going, Miss Kane. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. If you'd like to learn more about the repairs of the breach ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.org. Want to stay connected to the church updates and news? Text ROTB 
to 24587. 24587. Thank you for listening and may God bless you.